Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, party people? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire, Friday, May 28th, fresh off a fun time at Staples Center for Lakers Suns. Chippy game. Uh, Rob G and I kind of disagree. I feel personally that this series is over. I don't see it with the Suns. We'll get to that in a little bit. We have a special guest coming up. You know, we beat up on Clipper Daryl earlier this week. I feel bad. We may end up sending him to hibernation if the Mavs end up taking down the Clippers. Um, it feels like the game of the season. I'm not even exaggerating, folks. Um, you know, Lake uh, Lakers win. And now the, they're up 2-1. They're feeling confident, so much so that Montrez Harrell hasn't played in two games and is picking up a technical foul because he's jaw-jacking with Devin Booker. Montrez Harrell's happy to be out of the Clippers funk. It, I mean, I think this Clippers-Mavs game tonight, I, I, honestly, I think it's the biggest game of the NBA season. We'll get to that with our special guest, Arash Markazi, uh, later in the podcast. Uh, Arash, obviously, longtime LA guy, has covered the Lakers a lot, has covered the Clippers, and we try to talk through scenarios. It's like one of these talk it out things. Like you're in an argument with your wife and you need to just talk it out. Talk out every scenario. What's going on? That What are the problems? And like we kind of have one of those sessions about the Clippers. I think you guys will enjoy it. Even the 
you know, even Clipper haters will really, really enjoy it. Uh, but first, we got to get to the uh, Thursday night slate. You know, I would say overall, we've really been missing close games uh, in the last couple of days, especially maybe the first day of the playoffs kind of spoiled us. And then, of course, um, that Saturday, Sunday, there were some really good ones. The Bucks win on a basically a buzzer shot by Middleton in game one. And that just sapped everything from the heat. They have gotten their doors blown off two games in a row. They're down 3-0. I read that series all wrong. I take it. That's all me. Um, I'm stunned Denver beat Portland. Um, Now, I did not watch that game because obviously I was at Staples for the Lakers game. But I was in the car on the way back. And I noticed that the under is probably going to hit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did they not go over? These two teams, all they do is offense. There were... 21 points scored in the last 43 seconds, and the overhits saved my bacon last night. But all anybody cares about, really, is Lakers Suns. And, you know, the reason I think the Lakers have this series is you could see Phoenix in the second half really struggle for offense. There was a moment where it didn't look like they were going to get to 90 points, if not for a flurry from Cameron Payne, Murray State's finest. I don't know if the, the Suns get to 90. Like, that second half was embarrassing. They can't do—Frank Vogel is just a master adjuster. He has—they've been playing that—in the first game, that Devin Booker handoff at the top was just automatic. It was just, you know, easy money. And Devin Booker's got to work so hard, 6 for 19 shooting. And remember, he got to the line in Game 2 17 times, only 7 trips to the line in Game 3. Chris Paul obviously still impacted. Team high, negative 20. And I will say, if not for Jay Crowder uh, wearing the villain hat in the second half, uh, really trying to get up in LeBron and battle LeBron and ends up getting tossed, um, you know, Chris Paul was taking a lot of heat from fans because you could just see this guy, man. Like, it's really annoying to watch him, obviously not taking anything away. Chris Paul's a great player. But to watch him work the referees almost in between every timeout, breaking the action. You know, the Suns will huddle up. Chris Paul will walk over in his sweats to the referee and just start lobbying for shit. And I'm like, dude, it's just annoying. I'm not a Chris Paul fan at all. Great player, no no doubt. I love his basketball uh, style. He's an awesome point guard, elbow jumpers money. He was not great. And when Jay Crowder can't make a shot, one of seven from three, uh, Mikal Bridges is just getting roasted by LeBron to the point where he looks like offensively like he's not really making anything happen. It's the Aiton and Booker show. And other than Tory Craig banging three threes and Cameron Payne going for 15 in the second half, this is a blowout. Rob, this series is over. I don't know if the Suns win another game. No, I think that's shortchanging the Phoenix Suns a little bit. I think the Lakers are going to win. I had them winning before the series, so I'm not really surprised at what's going on. But, dude, Phoenix is good, man. Like, I know that with the Chris Paul being banged up, it kind of hurts them a little bit. But... I think you're getting a lot of the same things that Chris Paul would have gave you from Cameron Payne. I mean, I thought that you might have the Cameron Payne game in game two, and then he had another Cameron Payne game in game three. So, you know, maybe he's a better player than I thought he was. Uh, The Lakers, you know, uh, they're great. But Phoenix defense, you know, unlike that team that we saw last night in Portland who try to blame the officiating because they can't stop a nosebleed, Phoenix can lock down. I mean, the, the Lakers were only up by three points at halftime. And it took an explosion from LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the third quarter to blow it open. Well, so, yeah, let, let me jump in. It, it's it, it's interesting that you say that because 
Yes, the first half was tight, but you know what happened? In the second quarter, they led by, I think, four or five. LeBron goes to the bench, and the offense could do nothing. I, I swear they didn't score for like five minutes. And it's just like, oh my gosh. What are they? they had to try to get Gasol in there to be a playmaker. Um, Schroeder is more of a scorer than a playmaker, like a one-on-one guy. And when LeBron's off the court, and because the Lakers can't make a three to save their life, the defense is easily able to really corral Schroeder. Um he was able to pop late in the game with AD and LeBron on the court. But, Rob, this seven, they shot seven for 28 from three and still won by 14 points. Like, they're going to have a game where they hit, like, KCP, 0 for 2. Uh, LeBron, 1 for 5. Um, Kuzma, 2 for 8. Wes Matthews is the guy who hit two threes in the fourth quarter. Like, they're not getting any shot making at all. I, I don't know. Maybe this bites him in the tail. But, Rob, this it, it, LeBron just imposes his will and nobody can stop it. It's like you look out there, it's Torrey Craig against LeBron. Jay Crowder fighting. Mikel Bridges folding. Like, they just, they, it's just a terrible matchup. And you spin this forward, I, again, no disrespect to the uh, Grizzlies or Jazz. I just I don't see how anybody in the West matches up really well. I'm already writing off Denver. They have no chance against LeBron, and Portland has less than any chance against LeBron. So I just he makes everything happen. 19 shots, 21 points, nine assists. He did have seven turnovers, a bunch of bad passes, but I I just when he imposes his will on a game, it's over. You can't do anything. You're still powerless, and he's 36 years old. It's really a marvel. This guy. Oh, yeah. It's incredible to watch. But you know what's funny is you mentioned LeBron James as being the Marvel and, and the engine and everything like that. I, I feel like, and I've said this before the season, I said it during the season, I said it back in the bubble, what makes the Lakers different than all these other teams is Anthony Davis. He is the one player that there is not a single team in the Western Conference has a good matchup for. It's not until you get to the East and you get Giannis and maybe Ben Simmons and Embiid that can kind of match up with him physically, but he's too big for the Jay Crowder, Draymond Green types, and he's too fast for the Nikola Jokic, Rudy Gobert types. So until there's a team that finds a way to neutralize him, because once he's locked in, which we've seen in the last two games, there's no stopping him. He he can get to the rim whenever he wants. He didn't even have the jumper going last night, and, and yeah. he was still effective. I think he had 18 points uh, in the third quarter. So oh. I, I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't see... This is not just a Phoenix thing. I don't know who can stop him, and 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 LeBron doesn't even look like himself. To be honest with you, I, I know he had that that spurt during the third quarter. Yeah, he but he looks gassed. limited to me. Yeah, it's funny. Like the the cell service is pretty awful in Staples, and I did a rookie move, having not been in a game since January of 2020, and I tried to get on the Wi-Fi, and it was just slower than. I mean, it was awful. So then I get off the Wi-Fi, and I'm finally able to like receive text messages and stuff, um, but. You know, I was trying to look at the stats, and every time I look up, like Kuzma's missing every single shot. He was doing all that extra hustle stuff. Uh, you know, he had a couple assists. He had an okay game, but LeBron. The one thing about LeBron, he looks so exhausted. That's why Rob, they need to win this series in five. They don't want to stretch this to six. Hell no, seven. You got to get this done in five. Hope that um, you know the the three six matchup, Denver Portland goes seven. And, you know, LeBron gets an extra, like, four or five days of rest because I'm telling you, man, he looked gassed. Now, I don't know if he came out in the second half. You're gonna, We'd have to double-check that. He did play 38 minutes, but when he's out, the Lakers have no playmaking. 
I mean, they were so desperate. They tossed Ben McLemore on the court. Did you notice that? Well, that's Ben McLemore out there. Hit a shot, so they say exactly. Yeah, and he's like so desperate for offense. I am wondering, do they dust off Horton Tucker and try him with the second unit? I heard as last time I mentioned him though, somebody jumped out my throat on social media. Talon Horton turnover. That that's like I guess his nickname. (laughs) Is that a thing? Did you have you heard this? I have not heard that. No, I will say. Listen, he's like what is he? Twenty one, twenty two. Uh, I'm looking at his his age here. Yeah, he's 20 years old. So he is a little aggressive and loose with the ball and wild. But you know what? That's what second unit guys are. Cameron Payne gets loose with the ball. Um, and he's like the backup point guard. I, I'm a little disappointed Horton Tucker didn't play at all. Um, he has as many turnovers as baskets uh, in the series. One. Um, but they're going to need to find offense, man. They, they, you can't ride LeBron 38 minutes a game through this entire playoffs and hope that he's ready for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, now, Rob, I, I didn't tell my buddy that I was going to bring this up. This is, I mean, I, I, so he, the guy I went with to the Laker game, he's a season ticket holder. And we went out to dinner with them a couple weeks back and they were like, oh man, we got invited to this cool trip with some of my college friends. You go on like a catamaran in Croatia and it's sick. It's like, you know, would you guys want to come? And, you know, the price tag is a little out of my range. Um, but it, it looks like an incredible trip. Like you have your own catamaran and then they like rope them together and it's you and all your friends. It's really incredible. So they lock in on the trip. And it's in like late July. And then he's like, oh, wait, the NBA season got pushed back. Let me look at the, oh, and this trip is during the NBA finals. Now he booked it when AD and LeBron were hurt. And now they're not. And Rob, he talked to me at the game about this. He's like, what do I do? <laughs> like, do I cancel this incredible trip to Europe? Um, and we're doing all this island hopping and all this stuff. Or do I go to the NBA finals? <laughs> like, I've, I've never been to the NBA finals. I've been a Laker fan forever. Um, and like, w- what's the move? And I'm like, I might have to have you on the podcast to discuss it. I'm, Rob, you are you are married. Um, I am curious. It's early. I'm just curious as to your thoughts. Um, you know what? <laughs> These I, are first world problems. No, I you, you know what? I would go on the vacation because I've been to a handful of games, and I, I've been to a Western Conference. I've never been to a Finals game. I know Western Conference, a Western Conference Finals game, and it's great. The atmosphere is fun, but in my experience, it there's. There's something nice about being able to rewind and get up and go to the bathroom and not miss anything. Like I, I actually enjoy <laughs> watching games at home. I think more than going to the games. So if I, if you got money for a catamaran around Europe, I'm assuming you can get good Wi-Fi and yeah, a big TV probably. on the boat. Yes, this is this is very good. To uh, this is very good. Um, I, I, I mean, the only problem is it would be the Nets and the Lakers, and like that series is going to be pretty bomb. The Lakers' defense is so good. I mean, the Suns, did they even have 50 points at halftime? I don't think no. they were in the like high 30s. I, I don't know. They couldn't do anything. And this Laker defense is so stifling. If they can stay healthy for the entire duration, I, I think they can play with the Nets. Now, do they have enough offense to, to battle the Nets? I don't. I mean, again, we're way, way ahead of ourselves. The Nets still have to get by this Bucks juggernaut. Um, can we talk about the Bucks for a sec before we get to Arash? I didn't see a ton of the game, but every time I look at the score, it's like Milwaukee, layup line. Um, Miami can do nothing. 
I, I, I barely looked at my Twitter feed and all these people are repopping something I said about Tyler Hero a year ago. That and would be me. I, I, I repopped that as well. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. Good uh, thank you, by the way. So Tyler Hero, um, to say he's having a rough playoffs would be putting it mildly. He is going through a really bad sophomore slump. Against the Bucks in this series, he is shooting 26%, averaging 7.7 points per game. Not going to cut it. Um, I, I haven't looked at him close enough to know what's wrong. I'll have to read up on it, but what's going on with him? Maybe Miami just wasn't as good as they we thought they were. You know, maybe last season was a mirage, and this happens from time to time. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers made a run at the Western Finals a few years back, and we see what they have become. Um, they could have just been a perfect storm of happening at the right time. Last year's bubble was much more about mental capacity than I think physical ability. It was just who can deal with the grind of being away from everybody and being isolated like that. And so maybe they're just they're fraudulent. I know it's a tough ooh, word, but ooh, maybe, ooh. maybe they just, maybe, maybe they were fraudulent. never that good. I just when we go down that road of oh it was bubble luck, then what what are we diminishing without saying it? Are we diminishing the Lakers title? Well, I mean, you you have to take into consideration. I mean, even LeBron mentioned that it was the toughest title that he thinks he's ever won, and it's because you weren't competing just against the other team. You were competing against yourself. It, you have, everybody had these routines. They have family. They have friends. They have social lives that they're used to, and all of that got turned upside down. So all you had was basketball. So you could tell immediately which guys were cut out for it and which guys weren't. And there's a reason why some of the known socialites in the NBA got bounced out pretty quickly. Shout out Are James you ta- Harden. Is that a sh- to who? Oh, oh, Harden. Oh, I thought you were going after pl- playoff P, Paul George. Uh, all right. Um, listen, Lakers up two to one. I think yeah, Lakers in five, right? We can agree on that. I had him at six before the series. I, I, I just feel weird. I know, I know I trademarked Lakers in five, so for me to go against it is stupid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll lean with you Lakers in five. Um, I still don't think Portland's done, but uh, I, I didn't see enough of that game to know it could. I mean, Austin Rivers hit five threes. I mean, the Lakers themselves hit, I think, seven. So uh, freak games happen, you know. I mean, hell, Tyler Hero had some games like Duncan Robinson. I think had a 30, 30 burger in the finals or something like that. Um, so I'm not worried about Portland. Miami clearly is toast, and um, and now we go to uh, tonight's games and and to preview those. Let's to uh, talk to uh, LA's finest. Arash Markazi. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy I've known, goodness gracious, uh, at least a decade. Covers everything. He's like a WWE guy now. I mean, he, you'll see him on the <laughs> WWE telecast. He's in Vegas as like a second home, Arash Markazi. What's up, bro? Not much. How are you? I, I'm doing good. I, one of my favorite things is when you did the How It Started and then you were on like WrestleMania 7 in the crowd or whatever. <laughs> and then how it is now and you're like interviewing Triple H or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not up on all the wrestling stuff. But you're deep in it now, huh? Yeah, exactly. So um, that was WrestleMania 9 in Las nine. Vegas. This was uh, Yokozuna, Bret Hart, and then Hulk Hogan comes in <laughs> oh, and he pins Yokozuna. So that was pretty fun. And then, yeah, this past WrestleMania, was, which was the first uh, one with some fans, it's not a full capacity yeah. yet, but the first one with some fans was my first time uh, being on the broadcast. So like I've um, sort of, you know, what they want me to do is kind of continue what I've done. And so this is not really scripted. I mean, they give me a general oh. sense of what these guys are doing in terms of who they're going up against what's happening but they really want me to talk to them as if i'm talking to like kobe back in the day or like lebron james now and so they're in character but i'm playing myself like i haven't changed my name i i don't go off of a script or anything maybe at some point in the near future they're gonna have something along those lines but for the most part it's been pretty straightforward 
Uh, all right, so would you say you're um, a young, mean Gene Okerlund? <laughs> I would love that. You know, when they when they, when they they gave me the idea for what they wanted, I was like, wow, so this is like mean Gene Okerlund or like Jim Ross back in the day. So like, yeah, that's, yeah, that is what it is. But it's sort of, um, um, you know, like I, I'm not full time part of the company. So I'm not like in the room where they're talking about character development and storylines yeah. like that. But they generally give me like an idea of of where the character is going, what is supposed to happen. But um, it's been so much fun because yeah. the, the thing for me is I'm such a fan. So yes. for me to like walk in and watch from their standpoint, like how they put a match together and how they do what they do. It is incredible. It is so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's, listen, uh, I, I, I was a monster fan when I was like eight, nine, ten. WrestleMania. I had, you know, I think Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, Coco Beware the Birdman. <laughs> uh, so, so I mean, like, listen, we could do like a wrestler off to see who could name more guys. I'm sure you would win. Uh, but it like straight up 80s and 90s wrestlers, I I could hold my own. But you know, we brought you on more to talk about the NBA playoffs because, yeah. as you know, like Arash has been a LA guy through and through. Went to USC. Um, uh, Arash, I, I, you know, I know you're a Lakers guy. I, <laughs> I, I love, I, I love following the Lakers. What LeBron has built quickly, but the Clippers right now are the story in LA, and that's, yeah. you know, that's not really historically been the case. They've been kind of a laughing stock. They get PG thirteen and Kawhi. They're supposed to win a title, and uh, <laughs> fast forward two years, where are we? So here's the interesting thing. I am a Lakers guy. I grew up a Lakers fan. When Chris Paul came to the Clippers my job switched they they had me on the clippers beat and as you know on social media on twitter people don't realize that you do things for a job so when i began to cover the clippers more full time fans on twitter thought like i had jumped the bandwagon like oh, i am now God. a clippers fan right <laughs> and so i am very i am very kind of fascinated by the clippers tr- transition you know can they take over Los Angeles, that would never happen. They, they can never take over Los Angeles just because the Lakers are the Yankees, that they're the Cowboys. That is not going to happen. But what they failed to do back then and what they're failing to do now is, is toward, totally capitalize on a moment in time where you could do something really cool. So back then, the Lakers weren't a contender. My goodness, Jason, they were one of the five worst teams in the league. They were always drafting in the top five. And the Clippers had Chris Paul. They had Blake Griffin. They had City, DeAndre. Yeah. Here's the thing, Jason. They were always a top five team. Top five teams, though, don't go to the conference finals sometimes. And they never went to the conference finals. Yeah. In, their, in their 50-year history as a franchise, they've never made it to the conference finals. Wow. So I remember the day I was covering them and I was in Houston. They took a 3-1 series lead. And and for the only time during my time covering them for a day, I think this only lasted for a day, they were the favorites to win the whole thing. They blew a 3-1 lead. And for the first time with me covering them, I wrote the word curse because I generally didn't want to write curse. It was so it was low hanging fruit. Yeah, we get it. We, We get it. But my thing was like, what can... I do differently. It was the same group of guys doing the same thing year in and year out. So I went to Chad Millman and I said, Chad, I got to do something else. I got to do something different. It's been four years and I'm basically doing like the same exact thing. So I switched my beat and it's the same thing happening. Jason, when they were up 3-1 last year on the Nuggets, I said, there's no way. I mean, so many Clipper fans were were nervous about them closing out. I said, don't be nervous. You got Kawhi Leonard. You got Paul George. Yeah. But still, it's it's the same thing, Jason.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The 3-1 lead was against Houston, and that was where, like, the Josh Smith game or something like Josh Smith went bananas. So wasn't the year after that the one when Steph Curry and Clay ascended? Yes, was it, it was. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it was. I it may have been that year, but there was a moment in time, and it was only like a year or two, where the Warriors and Clippers were the best rivalry in the league. They hated each other. Yes, they were going head to head. So the Warriors and Clippers met when Donald Sterling's tape got leaked, and the mm. Clippers were the last team prior to the Raptors, or I think the Raptors. Oh no, 
prior to the Cavs that beat them in the postseason, right? It was in so seven, it, right? First round? It or? was in seven. It was in seven. And I was in Oakland when the tape got linked. It, it was TMZ. That's and I'm thinking no one cares about basketball. First of all, we don't even know if this game is going to happen. Mm. Second of all, no one cares about the game. I mean, these guys are going to maybe play, but no one's going to talk about the game. It's all about what's going to happen with Sterling, what's going to happen with the league. But there was a moment in time where that was the best rivalry because they hated each other so much. And then the Clippers went down and the Warriors went yeah. up. And it was sort of like it was the same thing year in and year out. They they, they, they just never met their like a, a who they should have been. I mean, you look at the talent that they had on that team. Chris Paul at the pinnacle of his career. Blake yeah. Griffin at the pinnacle of his career. DeAndre Jordan. Doc Rivers as a coach. Jamal Crawford won six men mm. basically like every year. J.J. Yeah. Redick. I mean, Jason, I mean, you 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 should have lucked your way into a conference final. During that yeah. time, the Memphis Grizzlies went to the conference finals. <laughs> the uh, Houston Rockets went to the conference finals. Like, That's teams, right. Teams luck into the conference finals. Portland Clippers, a couple years ago, yeah. Portland never in their 50-year history. I mean, you go back to when That's they had like wild. Kelton Brand, Corey Maggetti. Yeah. They go to game seven against Phoenix and they still couldn't make it. I mean, and I'm not saying this to knock them, but in Los Angeles in particular, the only currency that matters is championships. You talk about yeah. the Dodgers, you talk about the Lakers, you talk about USC football, UCLA hoops, like even with the Kings or like, you have to win a championship. Yeah. You, 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 you cannot be in the conversation for most beloved team and not win a title. That's why I've always said with pro football, it's maybe technically a Rams town, but like, listen, the first team that wins the yeah. Super Bowl here, that's the team. Like right now we had a team in the Rams that got to the, got to the Super Bowl and lost. That's right. The, the, the Chargers, I'm not saying they could ever be like Los Angeles' team, but my goodness, I mean, like, if they won two Super Bowls in a row, I I guarantee you they would yeah. have a ton of fans. Yeah, no, no, that's great. Uh, and I would agree with all of that. I will, Just to rewind a little bit, you know, the, the Chris Paul um, rivalry with Steph yeah. Curry started – um, I think, you know, Marcus Thompson, you know, Bay Area guy has, has, has come on my radio show and he mentioned the fact that Chris Paul was supposed to be next. You know, he was the yes. next guy to take over as best player in the league, as the best point guard and all that stuff. And Curry just zoomed past him and it was right when he, Paul was with the Clippers, right? Exactly. And I guess they have like a longstanding beef and, you know, they resurrected it when Chris Paul was in Houston and I know off the court they're fine, but like on the court they don't like each other. And I well, think it stems about, to when the Clippers were supposed to dominate and Curry zoomed past. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Chris is so competitive on the court. There's not a lot of players who like him on the court. I think yeah. even his teammates <laughs> don't like him on the court. You talk to Blake and DeAndre. I mean, there were times that Chris rubbed them the wrong way. The rivalry with the Warriors and Clippers began on a night when the Warriors beat the Clippers. And this was like a first half of the season game. It wasn't a big game, but the clip, I mean, the Warriors celebrated like they had won a championship and that rubbed Chris the wrong way. It rubbed Blake the wrong way. Mark Jackson was the coach at the time. Mark Jackson was the coach of the Warriors during the series where the Clippers beat the Warriors in the first round. Right. And so, I mean, basically Steve Kerr took over a team that was set. I mean, that team, that team went to zero to 100 so fast, yeah. Jason. I mean, in terms of like them losing to the Clippers in the first round in game seven. And then right after that, they get Steve Kerr. Maybe they tweak a few things, but like they go off and they yeah. become this amazing supernova team that can't lose. So I'm curious where you are on, you know, this Mavericks game three against the Clippers. Like, 
Clippers are favored, according to Vegas, in this one. I, I'm <laughs> well, stunned Well, they've been that. favored the first two times. Right. Like, uh, this is like easy money because not only have they been favored, they've been favored by like six, six and a half or seven. Like, that yeah. is easy. Like, I think if the Clippers find a way to win, it's going to be close. I mean, listen, if you just bet the Mavs throughout, I think you'll be in pretty good shape. I mean, I think if if, if you're tuning into game three, you're kind of late to the party. Yeah. The, the Mavs, this is the, this is the series that the Mavs wanted. You go back to the last year – the way that they lost that first round series. Maybe they don't deserve to win that series, but they felt that they could have won that series. This was the matchup that they wanted. They got it. And for them to come into Los Angeles and win these first two games, going back to Texas where they got about 15,000 fans there, this is this is tough for the Clippers. And Jason, this isn't just a, a would be a tough loss for this season. The domino effects of yeah. them losing this series – I think the Clippers almost go back to square one. And you hate to say that. When people say the Clippers are being the Clippers, no. I'm sorry. Like, I grew up in Los Angeles when they were the worst franchise in professional sports. Not just – I mean, the Clippers have been a top five team. Like, over the past 10 years, you yeah. can knock them for not being a good playoff team. They've been a top five team in this league. They've always been in contention, but they have not performed in the postseason. They have still yet to get past the second round of the playoffs. If they lose this series, when I say they're going back to square one, they could be going back to like no Kawhi, no Paul George, just not a very good team. So it's funny. You said that, uh, you know, this is the match. Dallas wanted this T Clippers team after last. Remember, it was a little like Luca got into it with a Morris guy. Exactly. I think he said like, you know, white punk, white boy, whatever it was. Yeah. And the Clippers wanted this too because they tanked those last two games. They were exactly. trying to duck the Lakers. And listen, any Clippers fans can deny it and say whatever they want, but they clearly were looking to avoid the Lakers and be yeah. careful what you wish for. You know, now they got the Mavs and Arash. Uh, let's just say they lose game three. Then it's obviously it's over. There's no yeah. way they're coming back. But the most fun thing will be like we were going into this offseason with like maybe no superstar changing teams. Bradley yeah. Beal seems happier. They made the playoffs. Carl uh, Anthony Towns seems like they finished on a positive note. And, like, there really isn't anybody. Jimmy Butler, I saw the Shams report, but I, I don't know what to read into that. I, I, if you are rebuilding the paperclips, what do you do? I mean, do you I mean here's the problem. Kawhi, right? There's not a whole lot they can do. you got to go back to that trade for Paul George. And they make that trade for Paul George only because they had to make that trade to get Kawhi. They basically mortgage the entire future. They do not have a draft pick for the next foreseeable future. And I don't have that trade in front of me. But you go back to the night that that trade was made, which was July 4th of two years ago. It is essentially like every first and second round pick over the next, I don't know, yeah. 10 years. So they can't rebuild through the draft. The other problem is they can't parlay or trade those picks into a player. And what they do have, they're moving into a brand new $1 billion new arena in 2024. They're in Los Angeles slash Hollywood. They have Steve Ballmer. But the problem is you are essentially going to a team that is cursed. And, 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 and there's no way around that. It was called cursed before. Yeah. That it was cursed. But there was really this belief, Jason, that Steve Ballmer's here. He's the knight in shining armor. They're willing to spend for players and coaches. Those days are gone. I've often felt that they should have changed the name at that point. But regardless, it's going to be tough. If Kawhi and Paul George with Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell and Doc Rivers as your coach and whatever, you go down the line of what they have. If that team can't get past the second round, 
I mean, I, I don't know if who, if who's like available like out there who thinks unless here's the thing, unless they just want to go to Los Angeles. It, I mean, the, there's going to be guys like that. There's going to be guys who want to just mm. play in Los Angeles. By the way, Kawhi could be one of those guys who like like even if they get swept in the first round or, or just lose in the first round. He could be like a Mike Trout. Like Mike Trout kind of surprised me. I was like Mike Trout signed for a lot of money. I think because he, he likes it here. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Think, I don't know if he thinks he can win here, but he likes it here. Kawhi and or Paul George could say, "Listen, I don't know if we're gonna win here, but I'm making but good I'm, money. I'm happy. Yeah. I, I'm, that I'm happy. Yeah. So so let's go back to that night when they gave up everything for Paul George. It was it made sense at the time, right? It was like yes. okay, LeBron. They gave up everything for Anthony Davis. And, exactly. you know, we, we've got our star, but I don't want to pin it on Paul George. Like, a lot of this has to be on Kawhi, doesn't it? Because remember, didn't LeBron oh, yeah. try to invite him to the Lakers? And he was like, nah, 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 dog. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to bring in Paul George. And yeah, it, where's where's Kawhi in all this? He's like escaped criticism somehow. No, he scores 41 and they thing. lose. Kawhi knew that he could not come to the Clippers and win on his own. He needed some help. He needed Paul George. When the Anthony Davis trade happened and Davis and LeBron teamed up, Doc Rivers said... If we don't get if we don't get this deal done, the Kawhi Paul George deal, you might as well. He told Steve Ballmer this. You might as well move the team to Seattle because you're oh. not going to make a move. You, no one's going to give a darn about this team. Because remember that team the previous year? They were a fun team. They were a gritty team. It was Montrez Harrell, Pat Beverly, Lou Williams. Yeah, they pushed the Warriors to six games. Fact of the matter is that team wasn't going to get out of the first round, but the Lakers had just made a move to win a championship. They get two of the top five players in the league. The Clippers at that point were in a position to also land two of the top 10 players in the league. And I agreed with the move because the Clippers as a franchise had to get past where they were. They had to get past the first round. They had to get past the second round. They had for the first time in franchise history, they had to get to the conference finals, the finals and win a championship. The only way you're going to move the needle in Los Angeles is to win a championship. And also Jason, you have to remember at that point in time, they are about to break ground on this $1 billion arena that that they're trying to pack. And so you have to bring in stars in Los Angeles. So I agreed with the trade at the time. I could have never imagined in a million years that they would have failed to get out of the first round in year one. And if this thing continues to progress the way it has, if they fail to get out of round one, I mean, that's just, I, I cannot yeah, yeah. imagine that. It would, it would be bad. Now, it, it's interesting because you mentioned the stadium. So SoFi has Justin Herbert, uh, yes. who looks like a star. Uh, the Rams have a, Matthew you know, Stafford, a Super Bowl nucleus, or, yeah. Matthew Stafford. Um, I, you're right. I wonder if that shapes what the Clippers think about doing this offseason. I mean, it, it would be embarrassing to try to run it back again because they can't get better. You know, the Luke Kennard contract looks awful. Yeah. But I do wonder, has has Kawhi's reputation taken a little bit of a hit going to L.A. and failing, assuming they lose this? Because remember, yeah. I, I remember some, some people going out there talking tough about how he ended the, the Heatles and he ended the Warriors dynasty. And in hindsight, that looks like a bunch of garbage and it's just not yeah. accurate. The Heat were old and the Warriors were hurt and kind of maybe sort of Kawhi got lucky, like right place, right time, because I don't, I'm not seeing any leadership out of this guy. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I mean, seeing – where is it? If Kawhi had won with the Clippers, that would have been the cherry on top of a Hall yes. of Fame, you know, career in terms of you become the finals MVP. You go into Miami against the Heatles, like you said, and on a team with Tim Duncan, Ginobili and Parker, you're the most valuable player. 
you're 100% about the Warriors. Like, if the Warriors are healthy, I don't think the Toronto Raptors win. But history, we don't really go into the weeds. And so you would have thought, wow, with the Toronto Raptors, he leads them to their first championship and he beats up on the mighty Warriors. The problem is the kind of the, the problem with the whole like Los Angeles move is Jason, if, if he can't get out, I mean, so not only does he not get out of the second round, he loses a three, one series lead to the nuggets. Yeah. And then if you lose in the first round period, but certainly if you get swept or if you lose in five, I mean, that is just a really yeah. bad look. Now I'm, I'm not saying. He hey, wait, hold on. Arash, has LeBron yeah. ever lost in the first round? No, that is my favorite LeBron stat. Yeah. That that really is. I mean, there's a lot of fun LeBron stats, but when you talk about a career like his, whether it's 14, 15, 16 and 0, or it could be more than that. I mean, to never lose, like by the time he retires, he'll probably go 20 and 0 in the first round. That's yeah. incredible. I want to quickly just check. I know he went to game seven against uh, Victor Oladipo and the Pacers a few years back, but I am checking uh, Magic in the 80s. Um, they lost in the first round in 81, the year after they won the title. Um, but other than that, yeah, Magic doesn't go down in the first round at all. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan famously did, I think, twice. And, of course, the pushback is, well, uh, you know, it was against the loaded Celtics teams. Okay, fair fair enough. Whatever. You want to play that card, go for it. But, you know, when we look back on Kawhi with the Spurs teams, like you said, that was Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. That was the nucleus of the locker room. It was like, yeah. oh, we've got this talented guy. And even in Toronto, like, that was Kyle Lowry's team. He's a heart yeah. and soul of that team. Kawhi's like the best player, but he was never the leader, and he's never been the leader. And I'm, I mean, remember they picked up Rondo to be the leader, Arash. That like, is amazing. How's yeah. that working out? Thirty-five year old journeyman <laughs> at this stage in his career, he's going to be your leader. Um, so, what's your most? Is there a Paul George trade out there that works? I kind of speculated no. yesterday. I, I don't said, think so. Let's say the Sixers flame out. Let's say they lose second round of the Knicks or they lose yeah. conference finals to the Nets. They get swept. And they say, you know what, Embiid Simmons, it's not going to work. Yeah, We would trade Ben Simmons to L.A. He's always wanted to be in L.A. You know, the whole Kendall Jenner thing. He'd come out here the entire <laughs> summer. Ben Simmons for Paul George. Would you do that deal? I do think if they get swept, lose. I mean, listen, if they just lose in the first round, I do think you have to switch things up a bit. And I'd have to give it some more thought. But, yeah, I mean, I don't – you cannot run it back. You, you just touched on it. Yeah. There is no way, shape, or form – that okay well let's just say hypothetically they get swept so you would have lost um what is it seven straight seven straight playoff games no 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 yeah seven 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 you're right yeah Yeah. so i mean you can't run that back you just there's no way you can run that back so i'm not saying that that's the trade that i would go with but there is no chance that i would run this thing back so whether it's trading paul george for simmons or whether it's some other move the the team that comes so they basically ran it back this year not 100 but they basically did they changed the coach they, they changed a few small pieces Harold for ibaka yeah. exactly <clears throat> but generally ran it back um there's no way they can run this back if they lose in the first round okay so what if Kawhi says hey guys i'm done yeah. sign and trade me I, I know this is going to sound radical people are going to push back he's going to want to probably stay west coast right he's pretty much like the west coast a lot going to college out here uh, was from this area. I don't know his exact where he's from. Um, I think, is it San Diego area? San Diego, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So if he said, fine, I will go up to the Bay Area, trade me the Warriors, something crazy to get salaries to match in the sign-and-trade, Ubre Wiseman in the Minnesota pick, I know that doesn't appear to be a lot, but... It becomes Paul George's team. You finally get a. I don't protector. think. I don't think you can trade him within the division in the same state. Like I mean, I, I, 
So like, unless you're getting back a star, because here's the thing, it really does matter. It really does matter in terms of them moving into this new arena, getting a star back. I mean, you and have Paul to sell George. tickets, you have to sell jerseys. Yeah. So whether it's, and the Warriors wouldn't do this, but like you would almost have to get Curry or Thompson. Now, oh, maybe, yeah, they, maybe, they, maybe, they, maybe they would do it for Thompson if they don't feel like he's 100%. But like, but you know, yeah. but I agree. So, but you can't do that for a package of young players and picks. It just doesn't work. No. Uh, what about something hypothetical? Well, there's no way that Washington would do it. Bradley Beal in some kind of package for. Uh, Paul George, and then you reunite Paul George and Ross and OKC, which is uh, yeah. from OKC I mean, in Washington. I mean, that's listen, comical, I, but. I think everything's on the table. Everything, if they, yeah. If they, if, if they lose in the first round, I think everything is on the table. And then, but, but here's the thing, Jason. I mean, I don't want to laugh about it, but like, you, you do have to give it a week because you have to figure out who's in charge of the Clippers because I think there's a lot of executives for that team. Um, Listen, you can't do what they've done as a team over the past two years. And I'm not blaming this on Lawrence Frank or, you know, or the executives, but you it's going to be really hard for that roster that they put together to lose in the second round, blow a 3-1 series lead, and then lose in the first round, certainly if they get swept, and just to just bring back. So when I say there's not just a team, you could be looking at executives maybe changing teams you know, as yeah, well. Yeah, we had we had Manic Chris Mannix on here and he speculated Masai Ujiri possibly yeah. uh to the Clippers. Now he of course did join forces with Kawhi that one year in yes. Toronto. Uh that would obviously spell bad news for Paul George. Um I am you know I Ty Lu yeah you no, know, what, here's the thing, Jason. what happens with Ty Lue? Well that's the thing. I, you can't fire him after one year, can you? Here's the wild card that's not so much of a wild card. The team is owned by Steve Ballmer. He is not only the wealthiest like owner in the NBA, but like in all of sports. I mean, it's not even close. So he has the ability as a competitor to essentially write a blank check, check to whatever GM coach out there that he wants. So like there is not a name out there that that's that's too big in terms of could he go after this coach who's available or could he go after this GM? So Masai Ojiri, whether it's a coach out there, I mean, like everything is on the table. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll wrap up with this. Um, you know, spin your crystal ball forward. Clippers, they don't get swept. They get one game, but they lose, yeah. you know, 4-1 or 4-2. Yeah. Most likely to stay in L.A., Kawhi or Paul George. And Kawhi is, of course, uh, without contract uh, this summer. This is so hard. I mean, I would say Paul George because I think he's just comfortable here. Now, I mean, because here's the thing. If the Clippers lose in the first round, no matter how they lose in the first round, the Clippers will want to make a change. They're not going to trade Paul George for the sake of trading him. And Paul George is happy here. And so I can imagine them saying, listen, we traded a lot for this guy. Yeah, we're, no, we we're not. We're, yeah, we're, we're not. We're not getting much in return. Like, let's just keep him. But so of the two. I mean, I'm not really going out on a limb here because, like, he's basically said he's just happy here and content here. Uh, probably Paul George. But, man, if they break this thing up and this becomes – I mean, here's the thing. They already on the cheap showed that they can have a, a first-round playoff team that's competitive and loses in six. If they did all this – to basically do the same thing, same thing. Oh. what a waste! Yeah. I think you got it. You probably got to gut the front office. All right, Arash Markazi. Arash, you got a radio show. 
Um, you do TV. I mean, you'd basically do everything, right? You're, you're just loving <laughs> life. Uh, it's the California dream, right? And we are living the dream here in Manhattan Beach. Now that things are kind of back to normal, and I kind of have one one foot in LA, one foot in Vegas. So yes, continuing yes. to live the dream. <laughs> well, I mean, I hear Vegas is wide open, huh? June first. I mean, it's basically open right now, but 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 officially June first. No mask, no social distancing, one hundred percent occupancy. Do you so, need to proof a vaccination card well, to get in? That's that's what they say, but no one's out there like showing, checking you know, it. checking. But you know, July uh, 9th and tenth is their official like opening where you got UFC with Conor McGregor. You oh. got Garth Brooks at Allegiant Stadium. They're gonna open that thing up. It, it is. Beginning this summer, and it's already started right now. Las Vegas is 100% nice. back. All yeah, right, it's man. crazy. That's awesome. Well, congrats on all your success. And, uh, you know, Friday night, man, I don't think there's ever been a bigger Clippers oh, yeah. game. in uh, Bigger than Game 7 last year against the yeah, Nets, for sure. 100%. All right, man. Take, take it easy, Arash. All right, thanks. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.